Stuck on stupid. Pushing past paralyzing homeschool mistakes. So, you made a mega homeschool mistake. Not just a small blunder, such as choosing the wrong math curriculum this year or forgetting to teach Latin, accidentally, on purpose. I'm talking about the blunders, failures, and choices that feel like real ship sinkers. The kind that haunts your homeschool nightmares, and you hope the kids don't bring up at co-op or Granny's house. Well, Granny, I'm not sure if I've ever written a five-paragraph essay. Let me ask Mom. Mom, what's a paragraph? Part of homeschooling is overthinking and second-guessing. However, if you are mentally flogging yourself for your screw-ups but doing nothing to right the ship, you are choosing to be stuck on stupid. Now, maybe you were too lax for far too long, and now you feel there is no way to catch up. Or maybe you are too demanding and controlling, and your kids beg to go to real school. They hate the Narnia books, all unit studies, and even their own living room. Whatever your untold homeschool crimes, you may feel guilty, ashamed, helpless, and stuck. You set a bad precedent, or no precedent at all, and now the writing's on the wall and all over the homeschool transcript that you haven't even gotten around to creating yet. You are certain you've ruined your children completely. Not even the garbage company would give them a job, now or ever. Psst. Keeping a full-time job, paying your bills, and providing for your family by collecting trash is respectable work. Feeling like trash about your work as a homeschool parent? Not so much. Stuck on stupid starts with scenarios such as the following. I should have set a bedtime morning routine. We waste so much time in the mornings just trying to get started after staying up late, doing nothing important. But we've done it this way for years. I've ruined them completely, and there's no going back. Or maybe, why didn't I set limits on screen time long ago? They have no interest in other things. But it would be impossible to suddenly set boundaries, and the kids would be outraged. I've ruined them completely, and there's no going back. Or maybe, my kids didn't do enough writing the last few years, and now they're struggling in their group classes. Oh, I should have pushed harder and expected more. I've ruined them completely, and there's no going back. Or, we did every lesson in our curriculum and five book reports last year. They are burnout, and they have no personal interest to learn anything at all now. I've ruined them completely, and there's no going back. Or lastly, well, we're already several grades behind in math. There is probably no way to catch up now. They will never be able to have a career in math or science. I've ruined them completely, and there's no going back. It's time to face your faults and forgive yourself. The flowery thing for me to do in this paragraph is to pat you on the back and tell you how awesome you are just for simply choosing to homeschool. But I won't. It would be aiding, abetting, and providing false assurance if I were to tell you all will work out fine, don't be so hard on yourself, have a bubble bath and some me time. When you decide to homeschool, you put yourself on the hook to ensure your kids get a good education. Clearly, the definition of a good education is relative and can mean different things to different people. However, if you are feeling guilty, it is likely you know your actions, or inactions, have you falling short of your family's goals and expectations. Now you need to do something about it. Wallowing in self-pity is not that something. You aren't the victim here. Your ship is just stalled in the water. It's your kid's education and future that needs you to throw them a flotation device already. Let the kids know what homeschool mistakes have gone on for far too long and ask them to forgive you for not doing better. 
even if they don't see a problem because gaming till 2 a.m. was working fine for them. Now face your faults and forgive yourself so we can move on. Go ahead. I'll wait. Fix it and never forget it. Do it now. Great. Welcome back. You're looking lovely and hopeful. It's now time to start fixing the problem. Contrary to your assumptions, all is not lost. But all defeatist talk and deflecting excuses need to stop here. It's not the end of the world or the end of your chance for homeschool success. One of my favorite movie quotes of all time comes from Ever After, A Cinderella Story. Now, the cruel stepmother, played by Angelica Houston, said this, Darling, nothing is final until you're dead, and even then I'm sure God negotiates. Now, I'm not sure about that last bit, but there's always something that can be done. Figure it out. Be honest. You probably already know what it is that you need to do, but have been reluctant to act. When we ask for forgiveness, we also vow to change, to maintain that change or honor the forgiveness given. Never forget where you went wrong so that you don't return to those old ruts of homeschool destruction. The time to fix the problem is now, not next semester, not after you get your back-ordered curriculum and new coffee maker, not after another week of pajamas, popcorn, and TV binging, not after you force your kids to finish one more 2,000-word essay for good measure. Not even next Monday. Now, Monday changes, like starting a diet, never work out anyway. Right, Mom? Waiting to start on a Monday means you aren't ready to change yet. You want to indulge a bit longer in the behaviors that are keeping you from reaching your goals, which is why when you slip, you will claim you have to wait until the following Monday to start again, since you've already sabotaged this week. Sigh. Pass the ho-hos. Nope. Make a change now. Start now. No time like the present. And when you slip, write things immediately. Now fill in the blank and repeat after me. We used to... Enter your mistake here. And it was a mistake. So now we... Gonna do what? To improve our homeschool days. To mature and learn and to reach our goals. It's not enough to say we're going to do X, Y, Z. That talk just kicks the ball down the road to the next Monday or after the next time you see pigs fly. Forge ahead with consistency and faith. Hold yourself accountable going forward. You can't expect your kids to do what you don't expect of yourself. Because you love them and you want to see them succeed, model expectations of yourself for your kids. You only get to raise them once, and that is your number one job right now. You won't be perfect, but you can be productive and awesome. When you drop the ball, Pick it back up. Wipe the coffee stains off and admit your mistake. Adjust and keep going. One of the advantages of homeschooling is that we don't have to wait on anyone else to fix what isn't working. So don't get stuck on stupid and paralyzed by homeschool mistakes. And now, I'll end with a biblical pep rally. 1 Corinthians 13:7. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Proverbs 21:25 The desires of the lazy will kill them because their hands refuse to do anything. Proverbs 14:23 There is profit in hard work, but mere talk leads to poverty. Psalm 128:2 You will definitely enjoy what you've worked hard for. You'll be happy and things will go well for you. Proverbs 16:3 Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Until next time, stay weird and homeschool on.